0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to E-Fab. Who are you talking to? I appreciate you being in the space with me. Here's the rundown. I'm going to share my mindless rambles, concerns and opinions. You may choose to listen. Then afterwards, I'm going to ask you to follow me all over the Internet because I'm at e HB everywhere. My blog, my name, Facebook, Twitter. You got it. It's my sincerest hope that my humanity inspires, excites, and touches your humanity. All right? So let's start the show. Hey, good morning. So I am on my way to work because I work really far. (laughs) <laughs> for my kid's school. So it's like a very long commute. I'm on my way to work and I'm thinking about the fact that it is actually 2019. I was born in 1973, right? So I'm bugging. It's 2019. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about, or really, I've been thinking about several things, but one of the things that I, is stuck in my mind this morning is the fact that when you get older... You are supposed to get wiser, but you're just not inundated with a surplus of uh, knowledge. Everything that you do creates a dossier of empirical experience, right? So you're supposed to learn from the experience experiences that you've had, and you're supposed to take what you've learned and shape it into a process or a personal workflow that best suits your humanity, that best suits you and helps you out in life. And I think a lot of times people get stuck because they engage in the same behavior over and over and they keep making the same bad choices and thus they never learn the lesson. And I'm not saying this in a judgy, church hat, pay your tides type of way. I'm saying this is a person who has actually made the same mistake over and over again until I realized, like, uh, man, it's you. You know, I was talking to a friend and I was saying that I make really bad choices and guys um, like choosing a spouse or someone to date or a mate I make bad choices. I don't want to say that those people are bad people. But I do want to say that I make bad choices in my selection process. And it was really hard because I had to take the L and realize, like, what do all those, not all, come on, not like I'm a pimp, but, <laughs> but what do the guys have in common? Me, I'm the common denominator. So... You know, do I choose another type of guy? Do I um, take 10 to 15 years to really get to know someone? Like, all these things were going around in my head. But the thing that stood out the most, excuse me, is it's all about choice and it's all about lessons. And then so I started going through, as painful as it is, um, I started to catalog um, why I was making the same choice over and over again. Like, at the time, was I in the same space? Was I in the same headspace? Was I looking for something specific? Uh, Did I feel like I needed acceptance? You know, so my conclusion is you have to make better choices and you have to make the choices that's right for your humanity, and I'm very steadfast on if it doesn't feel good if you get that uh, that kind of feeling that queasiness in your stomach that something's wrong that's really your spirit or your soul or the universe trying to tell you you gotta get out of there <laughs> like there's there's something better out there but the situation that you're in you gotta get out of it and you gotta get out of it now so um that's one of the things that I'm taking into 2019, not only with romantic relationships or uh, dangerous liaisons, <laughs> I'm also taking that type of mentality and mindset into my friendships because as a um, divorced working single mom, that's a lot, right? <laughs> as a mom, you encounter other parents through your children, like my future CEO, she's staying in these streets. We have so many activities. And I know from, my, from growing up in Chicago, I know that that's the way forward. Like when you have a really smart kid um, and even any kind of kid in today's society, you got to keep them active. You got to keep them involved. You got to keep them engaged. So we do a lot of stuff and I meet a lot of different people. Um, to date, my vetting process has been pretty much like, are they racist? No. Are they nice people? Yes. Do they kill people for sport? No? Okay, they might be cool. (laughs) But as my child develops, and as we have to talk about race, and we have to talk about racism, and we have to talk about racists, and we have to talk about prejudice, As people of color, and I, no, let me, let's scratch that term. In fact, let's leave that term in 2018. I am a very proud black American, born and raised in Chicago. My parents are from the South. I am quintessentially American, black American. So there we go. I had a moment. Um, but as a black American, (laughs) you have to really vet who's in your space because life is hard. And, um, you encounter these different parents and you're like, I don't I don't want to take on your isms and I don't want my kid to take on the isms that you have actually taught your kid um, directly or indirectly. So I'm taking the mindset that I have to make better choices in all my relationships and my mom friend relationships and my work relationships and my personal friendships everything needs to be intentional everything needs to be purposeful and everything needs to serve me with good intentions like I'm not going to hold fast to anything that doesn't serve me well in 2019 Uh, mainly because I'm old I've made so many mistakes (laughs) and you know uh, Grace Jones had this saying she said if it doesn't feel good don't it <laughs> so I'm like yeah I get that you know if something doesn't feel good don't embrace it let it go so that was on my mind this morning as I was drinking my fiber drink and doing the long commute and now I gotta do long commute to work um the other thing that was on my mind I've been doing a lot of thinking today I feel like KRS-1 I think very deeply only boomers are gonna get that and Gen Xers (laughs) Um, the other thing that's been on my mind is why is it that the world wants to deny black women the space to be different and enjoy their humanity I have a big 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 problem with that Um, mainly because it's hurtful, right? It's hurtful. Um, I think that we should let, and it's not even black black little girls and black women, black men as well, black boys. We need to give them the space to do and explore what makes them happy, right? There's been a lot of talk around what brings you joy. Well, when something brings someone joy, if they're not abusing kids, and abusing old folks and killing animals, I think we should kind of let them do it, you know? Or unless it's Steve Bannon because he wants to destroy the world, so yeah, I don't think we should award him joy in that fashion. But anyway, (laughs) I think for black people, black Americans that's specifically who I'm talking about I ain't talking about no other ethnic group at this point um and there's a plethora of ethnic groups that fall under black people but I'm talking about my people black Americans so this we're not a monolith right it's 2019 that is me clapping my hands in the car um it's twenty nineteen. We're not a monolith, right? If you grew up in a ghetto and all you know is the ghetto, don't don't expect other people that you meet out in the world to be ghetto, right? They have different experiences. If you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth and you perpetuate like that whole Creole mentality and colorism and I'm better than you because I'm light skinned and I can trace my heritage back to French aristocrats that was obviously raping their damn slaves. But anyway, um, if that's if that's how you get down and that's your world and that's your bubble and you want to stay in that, that's great. But when you go out into the world and you encounter other black Americans, they don't have to buy into that to make you comfortable. Right. And I will also get very make judgy judgy on myself. I'm a quirky girl nerd. Right. I'm into uh, a lot of intellectual things. I'm into a lot of different things, science, computers. And so I do live in a bubble. Right. I would have to say at least. of my friends are all brilliant. (laughs) Uh, My kid is brilliant. My ex-husband is brilliant. Like, I love smart people. (laughs) But when I go out into the world, I had to learn, hey, everybody is not going to be into what I'm into. And I need to respect that. I need to respect their story. I need to respect their space. And I also need to respect where they're at in their humanity. Um... I I try to love on black people as much as I can and I try to be kind because sometimes just because we're the same color we're not the same culture and we're not going to get along but I still respect the struggle maybe you did struggle maybe you didn't struggle but being black American in an America that was built by our ancestors but hates us is kind of hard. So, I try to be very, 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 very cordial and nice to other black people because I realize that we're all different. And that's the one thing that really plagues my mind is that for so long, you know, we haven't been allowed to enjoy our humanity for so long, right? And so, as we get into these different things, like as we get into comics, cosplay, um, we're into tech, we're into classical music it's like people don't want to wrap their head around um that narrative that we're all individual and we have these beautiful aspirations they just it's so easy for people especially white folks (laughs) to wrap their head around oh you all are in the ghetto and you're all poor and you all eat chicken and love dirty rock music yeah um no how about you get some fucking black friends excuse my language I'm not supposed to be cursing for 2019 I'm trying to make it six months no cursing so anyway I think people should understand that we're evolving we're evolving as a people black people black American people did I specify that already so we're evolving we're taking on new ways to enjoy our humanity and to just survive in a country in which we're citizens, but they, our lives don't matter. So, um, that's complex in itself. So these are the things that I was thinking about this morning and I just want to share them with you because, um, I can, (laughs) um, I would love to hear your thoughts though. You know, I would love to start the conversation on one what are you planning to learn in 2019? I want to hear about what you plan to do, right? I wanted to hear about what you plan to learn about yourself. Uh, I think that that's a very good, deep um, question to ask oneself. And then the second thing is I want to know, how do you feel about if you, if you are black American how do you feel about the metamorphosis of black American people in today's society or maybe in the last decade of your life? How do you feel about that? So those are the questions I'm posing to you. I would love for you to engage me. you can um, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram Ooh, excuse me um, or Facebook and I am facebook.com slash forward slash efabulous on twitter i'm at eFabulousHB and on instagram i'm at efabulous hb so that's me done i am trying to slide up on a starbucks and get a tall maple pecan latte and a fruit and cheese protein box so that's all i have for you for this episode um i want to hear from you let me know what you think send me some feedback thank you have a fabulous day Bye. Oh my God, was it good for you? <laughs> it was good for me to have you in my space. Listen, I would love for you to share this podcast. Sharing is caring. I'm everywhere. I'm on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Google+, Plus, Medium, Instagram. And in 20 years, I may be my own app or a giant head stuck in a jar like uh, Futurama, <laughs> but I'm everywhere. So dig it. So share. I'm efabuloushb.com and at efabuloushb everywhere on the internet. So as always, it's been real. May you go out into the world a bit happier, joyful, or more damn astounded after listening to my podcast. More dribble for me is coming soon. Stay woke. God bless. Bye.